Hello, everybody. I am Joshua. And I'm Jamie. And, and we're, we're going to do, do Daredevil. Episode 11, which is going to cover uh, issues 81 through 85, um, November 1971 to March 1972. Mm-hmm. Um, we're picking up straight from where we left off uh, last episode and issue. Correct. And you may or may not remember me talking about how I was excited that, uh, that Daredevil was finally getting an arch nemesis. <laughs> because... Uh, there was this character that had this huge mastermind, this, mm. this big plot it's of how huge he was, plot. yeah, how he was going to you know tear tear devil or excuse me tear Daredevil down to the ground, and uh, uh, so this continues on like you said, was, yeah. and we're very excited that we learn a little bit more about this arch nemesis, and, yeah, and uh, in, in these issues that we're discussing today, we might find out if in fact. Daredevil has a new arch nemesis, which I'm I'm excited for. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I will say. I did a reread and I enjoyed him the second time. The first time, there was a lot of me. Oh, come on! But yeah, I I did. Um, uh, we find out. Uh, well, let me just say this: we find out in issue eighty-one his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he'd been going by this guy named Mister Klein. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what he was referred to by the people that he was mm-hmm. controlling. Uh, but we find out he has another name. Several, several, several names. names <laughs> but but his main name that he goes by. And they start to refer to him as is the assassin. Yes. And what a great name for an arch nemesis for Daredevil. Yeah. The assassin. The assassin. It's perfect. <laughs> MK9, the assassin. Yeah. Um, so uh, Daredevil was uh, aboard the Owl Copter mm-hmm. at the end of issue 80. And uh, the Owl glided off to safety as Daredevil crashed into um, uh, the bay. I yeah. Guess. Some, once again. Some water body. Once again in the water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, Karen had, had fainted. Yeah, she she'd been watching the whole thing on TV. Yep. And because uh, cameramen are amazing in mm-hmm. New York back in the yeah. late seventies or mm-hmm. whenever it was, and uh, she saw the whole thing happen in front of her, and obviously she assumes the worst. Yeah. And um, I don't remember if Mister Klein, aka the assassin, at the very end of of issue eighty, I can't remember if he was you know did some kind of victory like aha this is going exactly how it is um i don't think he did cuz there's a lot of uh, a lot of the this issue and the previous issue is talking about how the owl is actually the owl right and he and mr Klein is having a tough time getting him to do what he wants the owl is, is and, very but you're you're exactly right but what's really interesting is that uh, we find out that the entire time the assassin knew it was going to be like this. Yeah. He knew the owl was not oh, going to want to want to listen to him <laughs> and would go off and eventually do his own thing. And he was counting on that happening. Yes. Once again, an arch nemesis has to be smart. Yeah. The assassin's very smart. He's able to, you he's, know. He's several steps <laughs> yeah, ahead. He figures out what's going to happen before it happens. Yeah. Um, well, there's a great sequence at the start of this issue where um, they time out what's happening. And it's it's he, it says... I can't remember exactly how it's worded, but it says like one second. Yeah, it goes a, a second by second of, of what is happening to Daredevil, yeah. 
what Daredevil is thinking about what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then we get an introduction of a new character into yeah. the Daredevil. Um, well, she's not a new character, but new to the Daredevil comic book. Yeah. We get Black Widow. We get Black Widow. Which, you know, she plays a huge role in the next several years of the yeah, Daredevil comic book. Yeah, going forward, she is a big part of the mm-hmm. series. And, and they this even her, changed the name at they some did, stage. They did. And so this is her first appearance um, in Daredevil, mm-hmm. I believe. <clears throat> and uh, so that whole second countdown that you're talking about, I think it also deals with what she's thinking, what's going on with her head yeah. in the second count. So it's like three things going on at once, which is the perfect uh, uh, Jerry Conway uh, formula, as yeah. you know, because he likes to narrate. He likes to talk about the feeling, yeah. you, you know, not just describe what's happening in the story, but also everything that's the motivating and, and everything that's the, res, you know, causing the, the final result. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think in, in the last episode, I kind of uh, suggested that, uh, Conway was like a, a copy of Roy Thomas, who was a copy of Stanley. But I think uh, rereading and going over this stuff again, I realized that he's a more refined version of, of, yeah. of Roy Thomas, at least. And yeah. it, it works a lot better, I think. And uh, just to touch base on uh, good old Gene Colan, mm-hmm. um, I really like the way that he draws uh, Black Widow. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very feminine, very sexy, very mm-hmm. clean. It's nice because it kind of contrasts a lot of the other characters that he draws. Yeah. And she really, it, it really plays up to that like late 60s, early 70s spy. Mm-hmm. There are so many moments in the next 10 or so issues where we see her in a very kind of scandalous moment where she's either just getting dressed or stepping out of a shower. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's the comic book. I, they still had the, the, the family. The comics f- code of that. Yeah. Was so obviously, they, they didn't show anything adult, but they really tried to you know push the envelope and get mm-hmm. as close as they yeah. could. So Often that, a hair is Yeah, a hair would cover the private areas or she'd be <laughs> just in the shadow and you'd see kind of her silhouette. Yeah. But uh, still very, very cool. Yeah. And, yeah. There is actually a sequence um, in an issue later on in this little run where she is in um, uh, that she's she's kind of more uh, beaten down, and uh, the body language is really good that Jean mm-hmm. Colan gets that across, even though there is that kind of because um, it, it's it's never quite titillating. It's never quite like um, pin uppy looking. It's right. just it just happens that she's a very and and physical Colin, central yeah, character. And, and uh, her movements, mm-hmm. just because, you know, Dare, Daredevil, you always see him jumping or, or swinging on his billy club, uh, you know, wire or whatever. And, and you know, seeing her jump from building to building and the way that she kicks and moves and stuff, the style, it's just mm-hmm. completely different than Daredevil. Yeah. Like it a lot. But anyway, so um, going back to issue 81, yep. Daredevil is in the water. He's sinking down. And the- Black, Black Widow shows up mm-hmm. and... We don't really at this point. We don't really know why she's there, and I don't she's even think she knows there. why she's yeah. there. Um, once again, it's a, obviously it's Mr. a ma- Klein Mr. Klein, a- aka the assassin. This is all part of his master plan. Yeah. But so she happens to be there. She jumps in the water and she saves him. And there's actually a really cool moment uh, where she goes down and 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 goes to his face, mm-hmm. and she like she makes a comment about how you know he saw me. Mm-hmm. Or, or you know, did, did he see me? You know, I, I can't tell if he saw me or not. Yeah, it's just a cool little moment, obviously, because he's blind and, and and she doesn't know it. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It was just it was, it was really interesting. Yeah, and Gene Colan draws a panel where he shows what Matt is actually seeing, what Daredevil's seeing, and it's just like a series of of like a, a lines and mm-hmm. lights, pretty much. He can't see the shape of of who's rescuing him. Um, but she pulls him out of the water and then she, she leaves and he is kind of stumbling around and then he takes off and is confused and there's a moment where she's, she kind of thinks, oh, he didn't even say thank you. But she kind of sticks around and watches him leave. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. And as a reader, you, you you don't really know what's going on because she doesn't even know what's going on. No. So it's, it's a kind of a confusing little moment. You know, things kind of get explained. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so Daredevil then, you know, you know, he runs off, uh, obviously, to either go track down the owl or, or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we cut to the owl having a conversation with still the unidentified Mr. Klein. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where, as you mentioned earlier, or one of us did, that uh, the owl's quitting. He's yeah. saying, "You know what? I did it your way. This is this is stupid. I'm going to go do it my way. I, you know, you know, I'm not going. I'm done taking orders from you." Yeah. And Klein's like, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah, I knew you'd do that. Yeah, it's like, it's like <clears> which like, must be <laughs> really infuriating for <laughs> yeah. a, a villain to constantly say, "Yeah, that, exactly. You're doing exactly what I want you to right now. Mm-hmm. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yeah. yourself." Um, <laughs> And um, and the owl. This is uh, you get a little more of the backstory. There's an idea that the plan is for um, um, the assassin, the uh, Mr. Klein, MK9, the assassin, mm-hmm. to make Foggy governor. Right. Um, and that's part of. I, I don't know how he works out, but he's still blackmailing Foggy at this yeah. stage. And, and we don't know what the blackmail's about. No, we we have not found out no. by this point. And uh, and it took a while. I I completely forgot what it was about reading on, and then it took like. They never re- talked. They never talked about it till the end. Yeah, until, until the end, until which we much haven't gotten later. there yet, right? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, and I should. We should also point out, Mister Klein's now been in in at least three or four issues. I, I mm-hmm. don't remember the amount. Just in the shadows. Yeah, and... we have not seen his face, which is no. also so cool. Because if you think about this, from if you were collecting these comic books in real time, mm-hmm. and you got one issue a month, you were first introduced to Mister Klein like four or five months ago, yeah. and every month a new issue comes out, and you still don't see Daredevil's new arch nemesis. You know, no. you get the next one, you still don't see him. You yeah. still don't see him. So it's a really big build up to something that's going to happen. You know, yeah. All you see is his uh, is, is a motif of him with a cigarette and a cigarette holder, and I'm holding it casually. Mm-hmm. Um, because all the communication that he's done with anyone who's worked under him or for him um, has been through a TV or it's either a been through a TV or a phone or, yeah. or a communication system. And, and with the owl, I think the owl doesn't, is it the owl that has the little TV set? Yeah, there's that, it was last issue, there was mm-hmm. that great page where he's standing in, in I think it might have been a splash or at least a three quarter page mm-hmm. where he's standing in fr- almost like a control room. Yeah. And it has a whole bunch of different monitors and stuff. And that was after he told the guy, turn the lights off. Yeah. Quiet. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Stop talking. <laughs> He's so fantastically arrogant yeah. for someone that isn't. So the owl's <laughs> gone. Um, you know, he's going to go do his own thing. Yeah, you know, and his we, own thing is to to rob the uh, the treasury, right? Which, of course, assassin already knew he was going to go. Yeah, do that. of course. Uh, but we but we need to mention we're forgetting one thing. Uh huh. That meanwhile, while this is all happening, mm-hmm. we cut back to good old Karen Page. We do. We do. And she has just witnessed, you know, this is last issue, she witnessed what she believes was Matt dying, uh, crashing into the water when he was on Owl's glider. So he's being, she's being comforted by Phil. Mm-hmm. You guys remember Phil is her manager slash agent. Or, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's a, it only a takes. Manager, agent. Is it, Towel, I think he mentions at one point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it only takes one issue, and yep, as you all guessed it, they develop a little bit of a relationship, yeah. and it's one that Karen, from the start, regrets. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't stop her from saying, "Hold me." Yeah. <laughs> Phil Hitchcock yeah. is his full name. I, I did write it down once, and then I kind of lost interest. Hitchcock. He's just better as Phil. Um, they get so, hot, yeah, it's hot and heavy between them right away. It's not just. You yeah, know, it's not just kissy kissy. Go out to dinner. They're 
you know, they're going all the way from the start. So yeah. we know Phil has felt this way for a long time. And Karen is, you know, is Karen. <laughs> Karen is very, she's very fragile emotionally. I think right. it's a lot to take. I mean, you have to remember that she was in love with Matt. She learned that Matt was dead. Ever her father died. There's, there's a lot of things that have happened to her yeah. in the last few years. And including her becoming a very successful film actress. Yes, very mm, successful. To all that. Um, now, Daredevil, when he went into the water, lost his billy club mm-hmm. once more. Um, and he heads over to uh, Foggy's office and rests. And that's where he hears, I think, on the radio or I think something, somehow he hears a communication that the treasury building's being robbed by the owl. Mm-hmm. So he takes off. And as this, uh, I think it's Foggy who's like, there's a moment where Foggy is quite pleased that he's having to look after the convalescent daredevil. That's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm glad you came because he kind of comes in and he says, I'm not going to stick around and he collapses and he puts him on a couch and he makes him a cup of coffee and yeah. and he's like, oh, Foggy's you know, in a real low point right now. Yeah, Foggy is... is he's is, thinking about resigning yeah. from being DA because of the whole blackmail thing mm-hmm. and obviously he wants to save face. So, yeah, he's just, he's in a very dark place right yeah. now. So and he, he doesn't have Matt around. He nope. doesn't have any, any anyone friendly around, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Didi takes off. He jumps out the window and takes off Billy Clubless and right. gets to the treasury building where um, the Black Widow is fighting the owl. Yeah, she, she got there before he did. And yeah. uh, there's a lot of great panels here where we get to see, this is the first time we see Black Widow in mm-hmm. action, Gene Colan art style. Mm-hmm. And a lot of great panels of her jumping through the air, kicking the owl in the face, yeah. knocking down some of his goons. She takes out his goons pretty well, but the owl is, is kind of a vicious... Sob and he yeah. he really slammed it, into it. This at is one the point. third time that Gene Colan has drawn him. I, I believe. I believe. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I think he was he was the. I mean, the the owl first appeared way back in in the, issue three. Yeah, and then the owl was in Gene Colan's first issue mm-hmm, or the first right. one that he did, and then the yeah. owl appeared a second time. I believe. Well, it was a two this. part of that story, right? Um, but didn't he? Didn't the owl appear once before this as well? Hmm. Well, I would it, have to check. I, I, I could be mistaken, but. What I wanted to point out was the owl in this issue, mm-hmm. Gene Colan draws him way different than he drew the owl back in uh, issue in, eight, 20 or, or 20, I can't remember. Yeah. His first issue. Yeah. Way, way, way different. I think you're right. I think it was 20. Yeah. Much bigger and stronger. Yeah. And he's he's, he's a lot more vicious. He mm-hmm. really, he lashes out to Black Widow and just knocks her down pretty quickly. And it's like, I don't have time for this. It's... Um, right. And uh, Daredevil comes in and takes up the fight and kind of helps. He helps. He stops them robbing the treasury. They take off and the police arrive and kind of want to pin the whole thing on them. Right. To, and, to, and, uh, uh, and I think Daredevil actually ends up blacking out at the end of the fight as well. Yeah. He's still, yeah, he's kind still of in a rough yeah. shape. Um, two things that I wanted to point out, because that's the end of the issue, with, with with the exception of one thing that happens on the last page, which we'll talk about. But two things that I did want to say was, in, the, in this, um, it, it kind of happened midway through the issue, is the first time that we see the assassin's face. Mm-hmm. So this is the big reveal. And uh, it, it was only like a third of a page. It was a close-up of the assassin's face and his hands up in the air. Mm-hmm. And... You know, back then, uh, you know, I, I see Jamie right now. He's got the black and white comic in front of him. Mm-hmm. I, I have the color version here in my hand. And it, 
uh, you know, back in the seventies and the eighties, all of the coloring was very flat. Yeah. It was all flat. Um, but one thing, and I'll show you this on the color version that I did like about the assassin's mm-hmm. face is that you can tell, even with using only one color and just ink in one color, you can see that he has like a metallic yeah. type of a texture to, yeah. to his mask. Which the inking is, so, is really good. Yeah, which I want to do a shout out to the inker here because, uh, you know, in the ink, this one was, was this one, uh, this was uh, Jack Abel or Abel? Yeah, Jack, Jack Abel, Abel, which I think yeah. hasn't, he hasn't done too much no, with, no, with no. Gene, but he does a really good job on this. As, uh, but that really stuck out to me was how you could tell that he had, that his skin was not just blue, it was metallic. So I mm-hmm. thought that, that was pretty cool. Um, and then the second thing that I wanted to say was um, uh, we learned a little bit about the Black Widow curse in yes. this issue as well, um, where, you know, right before they team up, there's this sort of dialogue that we hear, or this inner thought that we hear of the Black Widow, how she's already getting feelings for Daredevil, of course, because, mm-hmm. you know, it always happens that way. And uh, But she wants to make sure that she doesn't get too close to him mm-hmm. because of the Black Widow curse. And uh, I didn't really know too much about that. You know, obviously in the new movies, there's no Black Widow curse. No. Any of the Marvel movies that are out right now. And I haven't read, I mean, I've read, you know, several of Avengers books, but I haven't read too much about Black Widow, actually. No. This I is think the, this might be, uh, uh, she was married at one stage mm-hmm. to uh, the Red Guardian, I believe. Yes, it was Red Guardian. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know what happened to him. We should, uh, we'll do some research on that and yeah. for the for the next but one episode. Uh, right. Episode <laughs> 13. <laughs> um but uh, yeah, so we learned a little bit about the Black Widow curse, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. So um, back to the end of this issue, yeah. um, Daredevil is passed out. They stop the owl. And then we have this last page where we learn a little bit more about the assassin. Mm-hmm. And once again, he talks about, you know, so the owl failed both um, himself and us, which is as expected, mm-hmm. which he was expecting. Yeah, he knew that was going to happen. And then I think then, then he wants to go take a nap. Mm-hmm. And when the assassin doesn't just go laying a bed, he he opens up a clock and goes steps into a blue light and steps somewhere and disappears <laughs> to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So this person that we're dealing with is not just your typical guy, normal guy inside of a costume. No, it's somebody that has something else special about him. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of almost like he's going into this this weird temporal meditation mm-hmm. chamber, and it's beautiful artwork for him to do. And yeah. and the the. Dialogue is so overdramatic. For, <laughs> it's, it's this great sequence, and it ends with him saying, it is time for those who sleep. And it's the most ominous thing for basically, I'm just going to go take a nap. But right. it sounds like so much more is going to happen. There is one other uh, panel that I really liked yeah. a couple of pages back. I think it's uh, page 16. Um, when Daredevil hears, he actually hears the police sirens, and that's when he decides he has to go back to work when he's with Foggy. Mm-hmm. And he jumps out the window, and because he doesn't have his billy club, he decides to surf the taxis. <laughs> and uh, yes. he jumps onto I the roof of a taxi, that. and there's this great I, panel where he's just kind of crouched down. You can't really see his face. It's all very inked. And um, the letter in, um, it says, uh, the night is cool, strokes of darkness pierced by gems of glowing light, and in that darkness, a man called Daredevil. And the the name has this really sweet little devil tail, tail. devil tail, yeah. at the end. and I just thought that's nice. That's a nice little touch. But um, but the, cool. the panel is really cool. But then he kind of pokes well, we his gotta, head down. We got to give a shout out to the letter for that. The letter, right? Who yeah, is, is Artie on this one? I'm checking right now. Uh, John John Costa. Costa. John mm-hmm. Costa. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a switch around of letters and inkers, yeah. and um, and we still don't know who's coloring these books. That's the thing. It's crazy. I don't right. think it comes up until the 
maybe I know, cost a hundred. So, it's so maybe, funny. Yeah, they didn't get credit, and yeah. then it, just recently, like two or three years ago, they started putting colorists on the covers now, mm-hmm. which is awesome because yeah. it's all. I mean, the amount. You know, back in the seventies, it was. I don't know how they colored exactly, but um, uh, it, like we said, it was all flats. But now mm-hmm. everything is so three dimensional. Pops. Yeah. They have so much shading and highlights, and and they they build artificial suns. They do all. So there's a lot of work involved with coloring comics mm-hmm. now. So I'm really. It's really good that they put their names on the covers. Yeah, yeah. I think um, there was a lot of in-house coloring. I, um, I know um, uh, Mary Severin was one of the in-house colorers at that yeah. time, who, um, of course, passed. Recently. Yeah, just recently. Yeah. So um, she did a lot of covers too, right? She did some of. The, she did a lot of Daredevil covers, yeah. which were amazing. She also did a lot of mock-up covers for a lot of the series mm-hmm. of Marvel. She did a lot of production work throughout right. that that uh, for that company, and it's uh, kind of incredible how much work she did. She mm-hmm. was. She was fantastic, but um, yeah, there was there was it was sad that she passed. She also passed on the same day as um, uh, Gary Frederick, who yeah. was the he he has written one Daredevil issue and is um, a writer on a couple of things that Daredevil appears in later. Uh-huh. He'll be covering later, but it was a hey, sad day. In that, uh, oh yeah, there in, is a in, pinup. Yeah. yeah, there's a pit, there's a pinup which is who cool. Is and I'm, it's a big throw. It's a huge callback to yeah. um, issue one. Bill Everett. Yeah. Yeah. Wild Bill Everett. It's <laughs> a great. It's, it's cool. I mean. Yeah. Can you imagine if if I was a kid? Obviously, I wasn't born when this issue came out. But if I was a kid <laughs> and I went there and I picked this up, I would probably cut this page out and put it on my wall. Yeah, definitely. And it's so it's kind of crazy because I mean, just it's very it looks very seventies to me. Mm-hmm. And um, Bill Everett, for some reason, has always stuck in my head as being one of the, like the early wave of artists. And I wonder if he inked it too. I don't know. It doesn't say. Look how dirty the inks are. Yeah, I like really it. good. Yeah, They're fantastic. But yeah, it's just it's who, who a nice she find? It, it, yeah, it's a pinup of them. Um, uh, in it looks like in one motion she does a swinging kick and knocks a guy out and then kicks another a gun out of the hand of another yeah. dude all in one little swirl. Yeah, it's a uh, Black Widow. It's, uh, yeah, it's Black Widow. Sorry if we didn't say that. But but who who is she hitting? Who, who are those dudes? I don't and, recognize. And, They've got these kind of crazy green. Um, they they have like like, uh, like winged. Ne- they got those those big collared, big 70s, 60s, 70s collars on them. Yeah. Uh, I don't recognize that outfit at all, but she's mm-hmm. she's taking care of business, whatever she it is. She is. So uh, let's jump on to issue 82. That was probably, issue. We probably talked about issue 81 longer than any other <laughs> issue that we've ever talked there about. There is actually, the, the, this little run of books, there is a lot of story that goes on. Oh, yeah. I well, realize. Bill, I mean, or not Bill. Sorry, we were talking about Bill. But Conway, I mean, that dude feels so much on one page, mm-hmm. so much story on one yeah. page. Yeah. yeah, I think we, we talked about this before, but there's a lot of uh, moments when he's writing where it will get to the end of the issue and suddenly there's like five panels that wrap everything up. Right, and, yeah. uh, and that doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. Um, issue 82, which has, um, oh, I should have said the, the previous cover as well, um, was uh, Gil Kane. Um, and he's been, he's Where'd taken over from... Where'd you find the from, name of the, co- of the cover? Uh, it has it on the Unlimited app if you go into the creator section. Um, oh, okay. It just doesn't list it on the actual page. You have to no, go yeah, look you have in the to creator go section. Okay, yeah. Um, the, he, he's taken over from um, Maurice Everin mm-hmm. as the cover artist. She, her last one was 79, I believe, and he took over on 80, but 81 and 82 are both him, and he's... Mm-hmm. Uh, He's kind of, I like his style. I, I remember, I didn't know his work until much later, until I think Warlord, uh, the DC book that was uh, like a, a fantasy, sci-fi fantasy book yeah. that, that they put out. And um, 
but I, I didn't realize he'd been working as long as he had and um he's he's just has he has great energy in his stuff but also it's interesting the cover 282 has daredevil i high godless i don't know what you call those but he's there was well that was also one issue 81 as well it was yeah yeah but both those issues uh yeah they don't have the the lens the the, That's right. the yes, lenses yes. of um his mask yeah. are they're not that red color or they're not even transparent. They're just missing. Yeah. They're just missing. Yeah. So you see his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and on this cover we have, um, sand for the scorpion. Yeah. The scorpion comes back. It's great that, you know, with, with everything that we're covering today, last, um, podcast, next podcast, it's so awesome that we have so many of daredevil's rogues just show mm-hmm. up and they'll have like a kind of a one issue spotlight and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know Scorpion is obviously a Spider-Man villain. Yeah. And this is the and, first time he's met him as well. No. And did he meet him before? Oh, he met him in the issue annual. Two. Was it what? in issue two? No, no, no. Sorry. No, it was the annual. It was the right? annual. Yes. yes. Yeah, it was the annual. Sorry. Minus. Issue two was, um, was Electro. Yes. And he comes up later as well. Yeah, right. It's, uh, it's just cool seeing Daredevil fight different people every yeah. issue. It, you know, while his new arch nemesis, the um, Mr. Klein, <laughs> Mr. Klein, the assassin, maybe or maybe not, is maybe. kind of orchestrating on that. Yeah, All right, I so think anyway, the, the Electro one is the biggest gap I think between um, encounters because it's issue two to issue eighty something. So yeah, um, and also there is a there there is a lot of mystery about this scorpion. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of things about this scorpion which uh, which leaves questions. Lots of questions. Right. Jerry Conway's run basically is layering little um, nuggets and little uh, breadcrumbs of questions that you hope will be answered at some mm-hmm. point, like the Foggy being blackmailed, like mm-hmm. Mr. Klein, like the Scorpion, and, mm-hmm. and later on with um, Black Widow, there's a character that comes in where there's questions that come up and you're kind of like, well, who is this guy? Right. And slowly they, they reveal stuff. And uh, there's a couple of questions that are unanswered, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but... Um, the the issue starts out uh, and good old Daredevil swinging on some flagpoles. Yeah, he's really clubless. Yeah, and he's d- getting some exercise out there looking for trouble. Mm-hmm. And already, after only like, well, who knows? Maybe a lot of time has passed between these two issues, but he's already forgotten about Karen. Yeah, and and it's and it's it's all about uh, it's not about Black Widow. It's all about Natasha. That's all, that, yeah, Natasha Romanoff. That's all he can think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happens so quickly. It happens so quickly. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a, a fickle, fickle but uh, passionate. So, character. so uh, you know, he's swinging around, and then we cut to. He um, almost falls because he doesn't have his billy club. Right, uh, right. Before we cut, he does a he does another one of those. Oh, I'm useless at this jumping <laughs> without my billy club <laughs> moments where he just about catches something and then lands on a on a flagpole that saves him. Right. Um, but we cut to Black Widow, and she's getting a yeah. call while on, getting dressed. While getting dressed. She's getting a video call on a busy phone, right? Where you're still talking to a, a headset, yeah. Um, but but you see, you see the other person's mm-hmm. face, and I don't. Did these ever come out? They came out. Um, I don't know if they came out here, but in England there was a, a company. I believe uh, Sir Alan Sugar was the the, the head of this company, who's the, you know he's the of equivalent stuff, of Donald Trump in England, but without. He's not as grotesque but he is pretty grotesque um and he owned a company that brought out a series of uh video phones that flopped completely and he lost a lot of money on them um so her busy phone and it's ivan ivan yeah. who is a chauffeur mm-hmm. come father figure come um men not mentor but he's like a bodyguard chauffeur yeah. 
Yeah. He Although also, she would not admit that she some, needs. He also kicks some major butt in, in some future issues. He's a on. tough guy. Yeah, he is. He's a like big him. tough guy. And he kind yeah. of, he, he's Russian, but he talks yeah. like, uh, he, he's very into Humphrey Bogart mm-hmm. and James Cagney and uh, those kind of characters. So he, he tries to talk in this very tough guy manner. So he calls her on the phone mm-hmm. and says, don't come for me. Do not, yeah, do not but follow. I'm getting the crap beat out of me. Yeah, but beware the sting. Yeah, he beware says. the He doesn't sting. say who it is. He says, beware the yeah. sting. Yeah, and I mean, come on, like, what are you doing even calling her for? Yeah. Like, hey, don't, whatever you do. Yeah, don't don't come and help don't me, come but, but I'm getting I'm getting beat up. And then the video, the Vizzy phone goes dead, and she says, well, luckily he's got his uh, tracker on him, mm-hmm. so I can find out where he is. Um, so she follows it to uh, Central Park, I believe. Right. Yeah, I think um, you're right, yeah. To the zoo, to New York Zoo. And obviously, you know, we mentioned this earlier, it's a scorpion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she shows up, scorpion pops out, and there's this great panel by Gene Colan. Mm-hmm. I love it whenever uh, he, because, he, you know, he's good with all those, I don't know what you call them, but motion lines, is that what they're called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, he's great with motion lines, and there's lots of shots where you see scorpion whip his tail around yeah. and just smack whoever he's trying to hit. Yeah. And I mean, look at this panel right here, Jamie. I got it right here in front yeah, of me. Yeah, it's incredible. It's, it's so cool. Yeah, it's it's a big scorpion tail knocking uh, Black Widow over, and obviously she's you know doing an over exaggerated fall. But mm-hmm. it's I don't know. It, it's yeah. so cool. And I think a combination of of uh, Gene Colan's uh, layouts and also that he tends to play a lot of stuff in close up means that you get a real sense of. Um, the surprise of of the scorpion's attack. There's there's a lot of these moments where suddenly the tail you're reminded that the tail's there because it's hitting something or someone. Right. Um, and he does a really good job of that. But yeah, he he kind of takes out the Black Widow with almost yeah. instantly. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. So after that little fight, um, you know, we get a, a nice little little uh, insert here of um, Karen little, and Phil. Yeah, Karen and Phil. <laughs> this is the morning after. Yeah. Uh, obviously, she has lots of regrets. Feels yeah. feels like nah, it's cool, baby. It's all right. You know, yeah. it's all good. I'm Phil. You know, I'll help you out. Yeah. And then she's, you know, I'm just feels terrible. But I don't remember if he says, "Would you want me to go?" or something. But but she just at the end of the conversation, she stops it and she goes, "No." Yeah. It's like I need you. Hold me. Yeah. He says, uh, "Everyone's in a lifetime. Two people bump together. It happened before, and it can come down again. Want to try to stop it, Phil? I'm going to do a stupid thing." I'm going to ask you to hold me, to kiss me, to never let me go. Never. Right. Never. Do you feel bad for Karen at all? It's or hard. Phil. Well, well, okay, well, Phil is such a minor yeah. person. But um, I, mean, I, I feel a little bad for Karen. But, you know, for a while, when we were in issues, uh, you know, right after she found out Matt's secret, which is mm-hmm. like in the 40s or, or, yeah. or something, I really got annoyed with her. Because she was so, she was so, um, you know, it was very she sabotaged, or, or, or she would do things to purposely make Matt feel bad because she didn't like him being Daredevil, right? Yeah. So she was kind of a punk, and I didn't like the way that she treated <laughs> Matt. So I felt bad for her, but now I'm starting to kind of, or sorry, I didn't feel bad for her before, but now I'm starting to feel bad for her a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, just you know, I just do. Yeah, I want her to be with Matt because the Black Widow's been introduced. Matt's not going to give her a second thought. He really doesn't. I, yeah, I, I feel bad for her. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, they they present the character as being so overwhelmed with with everything, mm-hmm. with life. Yeah, that it's hard to. It's 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 very easy to just reject her and say that you know she's just this damsel and 
she's she's the thing that's uh, getting in the way of everything she's always she's she's kind of a thorn in in daredevil's side in a lot of ways she she you know from her first appearance she was something that distracted him and, right and she got there was the love triangle and but she is you do i think they do a, a, they don't do a good job of handling how in love he is with her um and it's it they takes, did i think they did Sorry to interrupt. I think they did earlier on, mm-hmm. but I think in the last, you know, the last five or six podcasts, you're right. They, yeah. they have stopped talking. You know, what she, what he feels about her doesn't get talked about near as much as what she feels about him. Yeah. 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 And it's very, you know, it's hard because he's being presented at this time in his life. He's very much the swashbuckling hero. He's mm-hmm. very quippy. He he jumps around, and it's fantastic. It's a really good portrayal because the it, it balances well with him being the serious lawyer the serious guy that everyone kind of pities mm-hmm. and he goes through um, life with this duality where he, he this is his release this is what he, he often says where he's swinging that this is where he feels free this is he's so yeah. happy to finally be flying through the I air mean, he, and, ultimately he did choose being daredevil over her yeah because yes. he could have given it up at, at many times yeah but he chose it being was Daredevil. very easy for him to get yeah. back into it. I mean, even in, in one issue when they're together and he even says, you know, this is the last time I've just agreed to do this for charity. Right. And he goes off and it's just, it's, it's, it's who too, he is. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Um, so um, we, we cut from Phil and, and Karen holding uh-huh. each other to, um, to Matt building another, his new, yeah, his his new, new Billy Club. club. Which is a lot more simple. It just has the uh, the adjusting hook, the doohickey, the doohickey hook. Yeah. Um, and he's down in his his workshop, thinking about how good an engineer he is, and saying, you know, if I wasn't a lawyer, I could be an engineer. When he hears <laughs> a thump, he hears a, a a noise upstairs, and he thinks that's weird. And he says, but I've got to pretend that I'm blind because you know I'm I'm Matt. Yeah. And so he kind of stumbles up, and there's a man. There's a great bit. There's a man lying on the floor. The man is Ivan. Mm-hmm. The, the, Ivan's body has been dumped. It's he's yeah. still alive. I'm yeah, we didn't anything. see the scorpion. Dump we didn't him see. Off. Who, yeah, we didn't see that the scorpion had dumped him off. But, and he feels his face. He has to, He says, "I'll go through the motions of being just in, ca- just, just in case, in case. He's, he's playing chicken or, yeah. or not chicken. He's playing." Uh, and yeah. he says, uh, I'll roll my unconscious guest over and pretend to study the contours of his face. And then he says, <laughs> this is my favorite bit. Huh, got a mustache like a Brillo pad. <laughs> and, and yet I don't know I him. I don't know him. And then he finds a note. There's a note on the floor. And the note uh, is from the scorpion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't say from the scorpion, though, but it says it's someone challenging Daredevil to come and save the Black Widow's life. And Matt thinks someone knows I'm Daredevil first that's the first thing that, that he's like i've got to save black widow and someone knows that i am daredevil this mm-hmm. is i don't know who this is and i don't know how they know this but i better find out more so he gets changed and he goes um to the allotted place um which is probably central park again uh yeah it is central park um a deserted bereft of men and muggers alike there's a lot more of this creeping in in, in marvel now where um or especially in daredevil where New York has gone from being this kind of glamorous, uh, big city metropolis mm-hmm. kind of vibe to it being like a, it's a dangerous place. And that started right. coming in with the, the, uh, the Ox the, story and the, uh, whether that young couple were walking through the town and they got attacked. Yeah, not the, the, not the Ox. The, not the Ox, sorry. The, the uh, Manbull. Manbull, yeah. yes. You said Ox, you got me all excited. I know. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> save that. He'll, yeah, be, he'll be back. Um, uh, but he died. How's he going to be back? No. 
But yeah, that helped. So, so um, <laughs> he fell. We get like a five page art fest oh, of, of Gene Colon. It's like five pages, probably a total of like 25, 30 panels of just Daredevil and Scorpion just throwing blows yeah. with each other. And Daredevil's just trying to avoid everything. The Scorpion has this crazy gun that he's firing. And, and, and one thing that is thinking about, like, why has he got this gun? He's yeah. not normally that kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he, from the start of the fight, Daredevil notices that something's off with the Scorpion. It doesn't yeah. seem like, you know, this is the normal Scorpion. Yeah. But if you notice, during the fight, his billy club comes in action right away. And he, yes. and he now has the ability to use it like a bouncing boomerang. Yeah. Where he'll throw it and have it ricochet off of a whole bunch of different surfaces. Oh, yeah. And then bounce and hit whoever, uh, you know, hit hit the, hit the bad guy in the face and then bounce back to him. Yeah. It's really cool. Amazing. <laughs> he's, uh, he's really getting into it. He even he keeps commenting on how good it is mm-hmm. <laughs> um then should have um, been an engineer should have been an engineer yeah, he, could, I, be, he could be with karen making billy clubs <laughs> anyway sorry um so they have this great fight and i mean every panel is just fantastic it's just delightful it's one of it's it's like you said it's five pages of just like gene colon yeah. going for fantastic um energy and action and yeah and fighting and the, and then at the end the scorpion just kind of runs away well, he, put, he he fires the gun and he doesn't see that he missed Daredevil. Daredevil oh. kind of ducks. Oh, so he just assumes that Daredevil is... Well, he is kind of, it, this was kind of weird because he goes into like a weird trance. He, he kind of stops yeah. and he kind of stares off and um, he kind of... Yeah, he does, he does run off, but he kind of is lost in a weird thought that we don't really know what's going on. It's like yeah. a, something's going on that's different. Now... This cuts to Foggy driving through the rain. I know. And and everybody, Foggy has turned to the dark side. Foggy has decided that he can't get the money to, that, that Mr. Klein is demanding that he pays in blackmail. And he decides that the only way that he can get out of this, this predicament is to kill Mr. I, Klein. I couldn't believe it when I it's read it. It's kind of rough. I'm it's, like... I'm like... Foggy? Jerry Conway, what are you doing? Franklin? Have you not, like, do you not know anything about Foggy? Foggy's not going to kill anybody on purpose. But he is a tough guy. Don't forget no, that. No, no, no. He he's a tough guy. But yeah. but I would, up until this moment, I would never imagine him even thinking of the idea. Okay, maybe he'd think about it, but actually getting a gun, getting in the car, and driving over to where he's supposed to drop off the money and yeah. planning to kill him. Yeah. So dark. Yeah, which I guess is supposed to show how far he's fallen and how much of an impact this yeah. is having him, how much stress he's under, but mm-hmm. it does seem so sudden that you don't really get that or you think it's like, wow, that's weird. And for all of those of you at home worrying, don't worry, he doesn't go through with it. No. He doesn't fire the gun. In because fact, he... Oh, go ahead. I just wanted to say, of course... The assassin knew that he was going to do oh, this. Oh, of course. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. The assassin, you know, D- Daredevil has a, has a great arch nemesis here. The assassin. <laughs> it's fantastic. But uh, uh, Foggy chickens out. Yeah. He decides, hold on, what am I doing? He, he gets, you know, he, f- you know, he figures out this is all wrong. He chickens out. He drops the gun. Yeah. And then leaving the, the evidence. Mr. Klein is right there and says... Uh, he steps on the gun. Yeah. The assassin steps on a gun and it and it smashes into little pieces. Yeah. And he what says, a powerful stomp. He says, you're mine now, basically. He says, yeah. like, from this day forth, from this day forth, you're an agent of the assassin. Just, the, I mean, he's... I mean, we don't know who's behind the, the metallic mask. It's like a full hood. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not just a mask over the front of your face. It covers your whole face. Yeah. But, but... He's he's wearing this like trench coat. He still he has gloves on. He's smoking cigarettes. His posture is 
very kind of loose and, mm-hmm. you know, relaxed and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot different than you would think. It's not like Kingpin. No. Kingpin would be there with his arms folded, very stoic. This arch nemesis is, he just, or sorry, I keep saying that. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the assassin is just, he's like he's chilling the whole time. Yeah, he just, he knows that it's all okay. Yeah, he's, he's got everything planned that yeah. he's so far ahead. And there's this great moment where, so uh, we find out the scorpion actually has captured the Black Widow. Yeah. And she's on top of this rooftop and Daredevil goes. It is actually the World Trade Center. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're right, the World Trade yeah. Center. And what I thought was really cool over several panels, uh, I, mean, I don't know who came up with this idea, I bet it was Gene Colan, but to get to the top of the rooftop, I mean, Mm -hmm. remember this is Daredevil who loves swinging on flagpoles. Yeah. Uh, He uses a whole bunch of um, construction equipment. Yeah. He uses the girders that are being craned up. Yeah. And and he goes from machine to machine to get to the top and then jumps. Yeah. It's just, it's a really cool little moment. Yeah. In fact, he actually at one point gets into the, I guess the crane Mm -hmm. and, uh, and moves it. Yes. He starts it going up and then he jumps up and and jumps across onto another one. (laughs) And and I mean it's, cool. it's the World Trade Center, so it's it's high. You yeah. know? It's not like it's he's just up going there. up a few feet. Um, and then he gets to the rooftop, and um, again we have the tail. Um, at this point, the the scorpion realizes that the radio communicator that has been he's been in contact with Mister Klein with is broken, and he's not getting his instructions. Which is probably why he's acting so weird yeah it's probably why he stared off into space Mm -hmm. and he starts to go crazy and he just starts screaming i don't know what to do i don't know what to do and i guess i just have to kill them i have to kill them and he just starts lashing out and that both the heroes are kind of being sent flying all over the place and they're doing everything. Yeah, Daredevil, while this is happening with the transmitter and him going crazy daredevil is able to sneak up and free the black widow yes um, and they they kind of it's in the midst of them defending themselves and attacking him. Uh, they knock him off balance, mm-hmm. and he starts to fall off of the roof. And Black Widow tries to rescue him. I I've I read that page several yeah. several times, and um, I mean ultimately this 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 pedestrian this bystander opens a door at just the right moment yeah. and and sees Black Widow shooting her widow web yeah. uh, to try to catch him, but in fact the deflection or, or, or it does something that actually helps him sort of fall off the roof. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he, he's actually, he jumps is ultimately what is implied that his, it's all part of the assassin's plan. It, it doesn't jump, but he, he dodges the black widow attempting to save him and says, you know, but this it's is just all. so it just doesn't, it's not clear. It's not clear. The, this entire run is not clear. <laughs> We're going to be, yeah. But it's it's it took me a couple of reads to get that that was what they were trying to get across, and I think it's more, you know, the the the, the way that he goes, you know, he says, uh, "You you you can't rescue me. I, no, I follow the I, assassin." I don't, think, I don't think he jumped, Jamie, because well, I don't think I, he jumped. I think he got knocked. But then, as she's trying to rescue him, he kind of twists away from her. He twists away from the web and falls to his death or apparent death. Yeah. And um, and and again, I think in the next issue, the assassin says, you know, that was part of the plan. Of course, <laughs> of course, it's part of the plan. Um, but yeah, so this so this this guy who just happens to be on the roof of the yeah, he's like World a night watchman, but he's in a rain mac and a hat. Yeah, he he sees it, and there's actually a shot of him opening the door, and he's thinking, what's that girl doing with that rope there? Yeah, she shoots it. Obviously, whatever happens, he falls or dodges or whatever. And then he accuses her of killing the scorpion. Yeah, he says, you killed him. 
And that leads us to the next issue, which next is issue. Uh, they give a little plug for it here, and it says, next, the widow is accused. Widow accused. Yeah. Um, and the letters page will return next issue, it also says. I don't know if you have that on yours, but that's Which it. one? It says, editor note, letters page will return next issue. Um, no. <laughs> uh, I- I- issue 83, we issue have a 83, guest artist. It's And it also has a guest cover artist, um, John Romita. Really? I, could, yeah. I did not know that. I got to yeah. look at it. Hold on. Yeah, I thought that would excite look you. Look at that. Yeah. And That's, it's a nice, it's it's the space of where how much of the cover is now artwork has been reduced because there's so much yeah. title and uh, um, information. Right. Romita's name is on there. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, this, so we have a new artist here, um, Alan Wise. Yes. Yeah, he's a, he's a guest artist for this mm-hmm. issue, and uh, he it's so funny because when you go from Gene Colan to him, yeah, he is so much more detailed. Yeah, he's very detailed. Very um, detailed. He he draws um, Black Widow. She kind of looks like um, the wife from Married with Children. <laughs> uh, Peggy is that her name? Yeah. And in fact, my, hey, my when I was reading, yeah. my wife looked over and said. She looks like a drag queen, and uh, it's a little harsh. I think think what it is, and it's not just her face. If you look at everyone else's faces, and and, um, Hyde pops up in this issue again, and I Mm -hmm. absolutely love the way that he draws Hyde. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Um, It's just so much detail, because we're not used to seeing that in comic books. so much detail, and everyone looks really angry or scared. Those are the two predominant emotions. It's it's more in that um, EC uh, horror comic style mm-hmm. with that kind of level of, of detail and it is it's just it's very different from gene colon I, I, yeah. that's harsh i'm sorry um, uh, i i Alan. i kind of i kind of liked it because yeah. th- this this is not a throwaway issue mm-hmm. by any means but um the first half of it is nothing really i mean something happens but nothing happens and i'll, I'll explain so at the beginning of of uh, the issue on page one um, they're, they're good. They want to bring the black widow in, uh, for questioning, mm-hmm. uh, for the murder of the scorpion. Mm-hmm. And she decides to run because obviously she's Russian. She used to be a spy. She doesn't want to go to prison because she doesn't they, think there's a fair trial. Anywhere there won't the be future. a fair trial. So she runs. Then daredevil has to go and catch her and bring her back. And that's maybe it's not the first half of the issue, but it's at least the first third of the issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's really all that happens, which is very strange for Jerry Conway because normally, you know, so much happens per page, but yeah. for this one, it's literally like five, six, seven pages yeah. of of Daredevil and Black Widow being like, you know, chasing Darede- and talking. Yeah, chasing, chasing and, and talking and Daredevil saying, "No, you got to come." And then she's like, "No, I don't want to." And then and then, you know, it ends up with Daredevil tricking her and and capturing her, taking her in and mm-hmm. and, you know, once again, this is a perfect example of of Daredevil choosing the man without fear beyond his personal relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not together yet, but obviously there's this sexual tension between the two of them. Mm-hmm. But um, he could have let her go. Yeah. If it was Karen back in the day, he probably would have let her go. Yeah. But now, you know, he's thinking about his duty as Daredevil. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You've got to go in. Yeah. She's and this like, actually carries on because there's, there's, you know, there's bits with Electra where she did um, much later on where he, 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 I think there's an issue where she beats him up quite badly or he's been beaten quite badly and he's still trying to stop her and she's like you can't as you there's no way you can stop me mm-hmm. i might be misremembering that but i'm pretty sure i remember that happening at some stage he's very stubborn that's the thing that that is like uh he's very proud very stubborn but very passionate is as a character so right um 
and he really does you know often he really does believe in justice he really does believe in this yeah. and this notion of like it's okay it will work out because are there any other main superheroes that are lawyers um she-hulk oh yeah she-hulk yeah um and i believe dazzler has studied law i don't know if okay. she practiced law um I always thought that Dazzler and Daredevil wouldn't make a good couple, just as an aside. Yeah. I think that would work. I, D- Daredevil can, I mean, he's been with so many people. <laughs> so far, we're on issue, what is it, 83, and he's already had, uh, he went on that one date with that one girl that one time. Yeah. And she, rege- or she. Uh, she stood him up. She stood him up. Yeah. Oh, I guess so they didn't go on a they date. They didn't go on a date. Um, no, that's funny. Um, uh, but yeah, he, he's he's always presented as being someone that's very like he, he, he's he a thinks man. with his heart. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he does think with his heart. But there are several times when there'll be a shot of Matt, like when he was um, he was doing a guest lecture at a college about oh, aliens. Oh yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. And he, and he gets out of the taxi or whatever, and, and all the college students do double takes. They're like, who is that stud yeah. muffin right yeah, there? Yeah, there's a bunch of girls that are like I'm yeah. definitely going to that class. And, <laughs> Um, uh, anyways, back back to the issue. Yeah, uh, and and it's funny because you, you said that like there's this this long drawn out protracted sequence where he's chasing her, and she kind of gets away a couple of times, and he catches uh-huh. up with her, gets away, catches up with her, and then eventually he wraps her up in his mm-hmm. billy club. And after she's zapped him a few times with the the widow's um, sting, I think she calls him, doesn't she? Um, and um, then there is so much story after yeah, that. You're right. The, se- the second half of the issue, yeah. so much stuff happened, so much. which is strange to me because obviously, as as you know, we've mentioned this before, Jerry Conway likes to you know pack so much on yeah. one page. I'm surprised that he spent so much time at the beginning just to cover what we talked about yeah. and not spread out the ending and made the first part quicker. You could have done that in one page. Mm-hmm. She tries to get get away. He goes and catches her and is like, no, come back here. Yeah, I mean, um, it gets to, it's issue, it's uh, page seven before, I mean, page six, he's, he's putting her in the police car. Page seven, right, and then page there's seven, still, there's, there's still talking about it. Yeah. About in fa- it. And, and it, we should mention on this page, uh, Daredevil leans into the police car and is like, just so you know, I know the DA. Yeah. Okay. I, I got Which has covered. worked out so well yeah, every time he's tried that. I know the DA. I'll I promise you that uh, he will uh he'll help us out, which we actually find out later that mm-hmm. that he has to prosecute her. Mm-hmm. Um so it, it, it's it's you know, he 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 doesn't he's not able to live up to that promise or yeah. or execute the promise. But, but there's um, a reason for that. that yeah, he, which we'll he, talk about. Yeah. That. It's not that he was talking out of his yeah. Uh, so so now we cut to where the story really we begins. To and um, the ambulance, the ambulance that has Scorpion's scorpion. body. Mm-hmm. Um, we somebody comes to steal the body, mm-hmm. um, and it is Hyde and yeah, man, Ma- Max and Sam, the two ambulance orderlies. Oh, well, not orderlies. What are they called? The, uh, the the guy. They're not the drivers, but they're the guys in the I back. I guess they'd be nurses. Yeah, and they're or, trying to or um, or EMT or EMTs, EMTs yeah, yeah. EMTs. and they're trying. They're talking about how what what name to put down because you know they can't just put Scorpion. That's right. silly. We've got to find out this guy's real name. Uh-huh. And then one of them notices that there's someone lurking in the back of the ambulance, yeah. which is kind of weird. But yeah, how did he get back? <laughs> and it I mean, is it's it's Mister Hyde. It's Mister Hyde, and who it, looks horrific. Oh my it. gosh, I I wonder if um uh sorry, um Alan Wise. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he was like okay i'm gonna draw daredevil and i know gene colin is great at drawing these crazy monsters and stuff yeah. so i gotta do my version of mr hyde and make him look even crazier mm-hmm. than what you would do yeah gene and it, j- just i mean look at this i'm showing jamie these pictures now just his hands yeah this but, looks like a sequence from from creep show or something yeah like that because uh, basically he's he's like this huge 
character. He's he, his face is animalistic, and he's he's just like there to take. He, he takes them out. He, he, yeah, and it's kind of implied that he snaps kills his everyone. Yeah, 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 he, yeah snaps he snaps the neck of the driver, and he kills the the um, the EMT guys. And uh, you know, but that look works for Mister Hyde. Yeah, he's supposed to be ugly. He's, yeah, he's supposed, supposed to be, to be grotesque. Be, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then we cut back to Daredevil. He gets in. And <laughs> this is what's great. He, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to inter- no. interrupt you. He, he goes back to his apartment. He's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, I forgot. There's a the uh, there's Brillo a, pad mustache. Yeah, guys, Brillo, yeah, it's still here. So who knows how much time has passed <laughs> yeah. since then? He goes back. He just left this random Horror guy. Horror Ivan's been yeah. unconscious or knocked out for <laughs> probably several <laughs> when, hours. When I read that moment, I was like, "Huh? Yeah." And yeah. he is just coming too. He's just coming too yeah. when he gets there. Um, and Matt explains what's happened. He says, you know, the, the Black Widow's in custody. Well, he reveals himself because at this point, she, oh, wait, the note that was left behind, did it say who this man was? No. No. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, he kind of explains who he is. Yeah. Um, no, actually, he already knows. Maybe it was in the note. It must have been in the note or else, I don't know, maybe it was a little loophole. It. I, um, because I almost, as soon as he shows up back to his apartment, he's like, oh, crap, I almost forgot um, Ivan, Ivan's does he here. Say Ivan's name? Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. So Ivan. he somehow oh, he yeah. he knew I, a little writing, little gap hole. You know, Maybe right. Natasha mentioned it. Yeah. Um, between kicking the scorpion in the face. Yeah. Um, and he goes berserk, Ivan, and he smashes up the place. And the way Matt stops him is to lean into uh, one of the hits and then roll with the punch. So it looks like, so Ivan thinks that he's hit Matt accidentally right? and it snaps him out of it. And he says, you know, I'm so sorry. And he's like, it's okay. You know, we, we, Madam Natasha's in problem. You're not helping by breaking up my apartment. And Ivan says, you're right. And then he storms off. And then, um, Matt goes to foggy to try and tell him that, you know, we've, that this black widow thing is a jip. She didn't kill him. We've got right. a, we're not going to prosecute, and he says, "Nope, we are going to prosecute. We've had it. I've had it up to here with these vigilantes going uh-huh. throughout town, which we also find out is part of. It's part of Mr. Klein. Mr. Klein is telling Mr. Foggy, Klein. "Hey, you're going to have to prosecute against um, Natasha." Yeah, because because Matt says, uh, "If you're going to prosecute her, I'm going to defend her," and he storms off. And this is, I think, this is the very first Murdoch v. Nelson moment. Uh, in terms of them competing in the courtroom, it might not be, but I think it it is. They had a falling out. They had a falling out where he left when he became the DA, but he never went up against him in the courtroom. I think this is the first time they've directly yeah, gone up think, against each I other. I think you're right. And uh, the assassin says, of course, that was the point. Yeah, of course. That was my plan. And then this is the bit I was talking about where Natasha is in uh, custody and she's it's that she's undressed and getting dressed, but she's mm-hmm. so, uh, her shoulders are hung low. And yeah. So is you, very beat you can't see her private areas, but, but they still really want to keep it as sensual as they can. Yeah. But she just yeah. looks very different and she's very tearful. And there's a lot of, she cries a lot in this, this run. There's a lot of her crying single or double tears. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matt's there and he says, you know, I'm going to protect you. Believe me, I'm going to, I'm going to get your name clear. And she says, but I'm a yeah. Russian. And, and at this point too, Natasha doesn't know that Matt is daredevil. Yeah. And, uh, so she, I mean, Matt is really taking this special care of her, and she sees this as kind of odd. Like, what are you doing this for me yeah. for? Like, why do you care about me? Yeah. So they even um, have a moment where they like 
touch they, they hands, touch hands through, the, through the glass or, yes. or, 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 or you know, the, or the, the, the link. The link or, yeah. or whatever, yeah. Um, and, of course, we cut to Phil and Karen yeah. in the back of a cab, I believe, or a car. Um, and Karen, Phil, is this where Phil tells her she wants he wants to marry her? I think it is. It Man, might. these guys move so fast. Yeah. Yeah, Phil wants to, uh, I got it written right here. Yeah, Phil wants to marry her. And she doesn't exactly say no. She doesn't. She, yeah, she's kind of in the in the mode of, well, I don't think this is right, but at the same time, I really like having you around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, she ponders Matt and, and, and everything. It's... It, poor Phil. Yeah. I changed my mind. I feel bad for <laughs> Phil now. I, I, <laughs> It's uh, it's it's quite a. She's their, their hearts are tugging back mm-hmm. and forth. These poor, these poor young lovers. These poor yeah. cats. And then we cut to the courtroom. Court yeah, court this is it. Foggy versus Matt Murdock. Versus Matt Murdock. First witness is uh, Frank Blondell, the night watchman, who mm-hmm. grew a mustache since we last saw him. Just oh, to, he did. Yeah, uh, must have come out quickly. Nice. Um, he's. Uh, he also lost a few years too. He did. Uh, he's he obviously got dressed up for the occasion. Yeah. Um, and he says, you know, that's the woman that tried to kill him. That's the Black Widow. And it's just a series of people that are brought forward to talk about how she's un-American. She's yeah. uh, vicious. She's foreign. She's she, she she's used to be a spy. That was a big thing. She yeah. used to be a spy. Then <clears throat> Think he, of the Cold War. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I mean, I don't. Uh, this is, per, this is it, like, it, I mean, this is. The verge of it happened, or it's like right at. It's, it's, I mean, the Cold War ran for a long time. Yeah, this the, is like. The U.S. You know, is starting the, to not trust other people. Yeah. Well, you know? I don't think we've ever trusted Well, but, but I mean, like, you know, specifically because. I think 60s through to 90s yeah. is pretty much the Cold War. So yeah. this is like and the, right and the, in the middle of it. This right. is Nixon. This is. Right. And with with Russia, her being Russian and yeah. used to being a spy. Yeah. Um, you know, she sees it as a lost hope. Matt's mm-hmm. doing everything that uh, he can. Um, you know, eventually he ends up giving a, uh, you know, you got to be kind of foreigner speech. Yeah. And he, um, he says, you know, he sees it as a, I can't remember what he calls it. It's like a, a black washinger or a black, black, black wake. He, he uses a term that he says that he can see that she's doing it. She's, she's going, he, that, that Poggy's going to be out of his way to really, um, destroy her character right in court and and tear her down and um and then the but, the judge says you know well adjourned but he he thinks and he says there's one thing that's missing which is the coroner's report and right it's really got him and and this is what this is where matt's like this is, might be my only shot where i can help natasha yeah. he goes he wants he goes to find the body of scorpion and that's where he finds out mm-hmm. uh that hold on a second either no yeah his body's been removed yeah and who's here waiting for me other than Hyde, with a little TV, with a, with a little TV, as which he's, looks great, because he's listening to uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, the assassin. And I do like that he's whispering, but the assassin shouts. <laughs> shouts <his> TV. Like, <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, so w- one thing I've never, I remember reading several issues with Hyde. He had a be- in this issue. He has a belt with little explosive bombs. Yes, and he calls them um, ba- 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 gem. He calls them little gems or something like that. I'm not. I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, he throws these little bombs and uh, th- th- that explode. They're like little concussive grenades, almost. Yeah. And this, I, this sequence, I really liked. I, I from the from the moment that he gets into the morgue, and there's actually a really good bit of narration from from uh, Conway. Uh, Conway, where he says, uh, 
Uh, echoes drift down from the hallways above, and to this radar-sense blind man, each echo tells him about his surroundings, the width of the hall, the size of the drawers near him, and that plus his strangely sensitive touch reveals what he needs to know. Mm-hmm. So he's going through the morgue and he's feeling for the names of it, and then this, he's he's ju- he doesn't see the body because he's about to open the thing, and that's when um, Mr. Hyde throws one of his little gems, and right. it kind of blasts near him and sends him flying and he he throws a he he does a um he does one close to him mm-hmm. he's in this enclosed space and one of the the gems explodes near him and what it does is it it kills his hearing for a bit daredevil mm-hmm. loses his hearing he still has his radar sense but his hearing's messed up so he can't totally hear very well and he's kind of getting confused right and, um, and there's a great moment here where he uh, pulls apart his billy club yes and, and does that ricochet yeah. uh bounce uh thing and yeah and Mr. Hyde gets super angry yeah um and then he he manages to avoid him enough and then suddenly um just as he's like the the fight's about to turn um Mr. Hyde smashes the explosive I know things it was, on his belt yeah he took the belt off put it on the ground and then smashes it smashes it and and blowing himself up yeah blows up the whole place the whole place right and and Matt uh, Daredevil just manages to swing out in time. It's a great panel too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thoom, thoom. That's the noise that a big explosion makes. Yeah, thoom, thoom. Um, and he's kind of he's confused because and the reader, uh, as a reader, we're confused too. Yeah, we're confused because as far as we we know, Hyde has killed and himself. The scorpion Scorpion's body is gone. Yeah. Now this uh, the lack of body apparently is enough for Foggy to drop the case. No, 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 no. no? I think, if I remember correctly, Foggy is then, we've, we, we read about this in a later issue, Foggy gets another phone call from Mr. Klein saying, uh, drop the case. Okay, so he says that... We don't know um, that yet, but... He, he says, uh, Mr. Nelson has graciously agreed to uh, my new motion. So Matt has pushed the motion to yes. have the case dismissed. And then he goes on this little spiel where he says, that, um, you know, the th- this this case wasn't about justice this was about persecution and you it was about it, you attacking yeah. a person's character right and, and he really defends natasha and be nice to people that are different yeah be nice to yeah. people that are different which mm-hmm. is very very nice to see a hero actually saying that every now right. and then um and you know the crowd go wild they right. love it they they lap it up. They applaud. Natasha gets off. It's a big victory for Matt. It's a huge victory. Yeah, for, for multiple reasons. Number, I mean, obviously the number one being that he, he's got is this new crush on Natasha. Yeah. And you know now they can be together. But yeah. we find out that she's like, you know what? I'm out. I'm out of here. I got to leave the U.S. Yeah. Uh, and she goes to is it Switzerland? She goes to Switzerland. We find to her in the next yeah. issue. She's skiing in Switzerland. Yeah. Um, but she they're on the steps of the courthouse, and Matt says, you know, let me take you to dinner and. And she says, I can't, I don't want to. And he says, yeah, you can. You can go wherever you want. You're free now. And she says, no, I'll never be free as long as I'm here, as long as I'm in this country. I've got to go. There's too much There's too much here. Mm-hmm. Perhaps later. Perhaps uh, I can't be in America now, but perhaps later I'll see you again. And Matt is standing on the stairs. And there's a great bit where she says goodbye. She whispers goodbye in mm-hmm. the car. Mm-hmm. And because he has super sensitive hearing, he can hear it and it really <laughs> hits him. That's the moment that hits him. Oh, man. Um, so now we go on to issue yeah. 84. Now, I, I know I was a little harsh on Alan's artwork in that, but I did enjoy that issue. Alan and yeah. uh, I think it was Barry Smith had something to do with it. And Bill Everett was the inker. And it was all because Gene was taking a holiday. A holiday, yeah. Yeah, But I, I, it's a good issue. I there's actually, a lot that goes I, I, on. I really liked it. The artwork didn't bother me at all. No. I, 
I liked it. I, I like the way that he drew um, Hyde, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I thought I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was good, and it was busy, uh, so that he, he managed yeah. to get a lot in there. And I, it, mm-hmm. you know, we, we talk a lot about how Gene Colan's layouts are really effective at, tell, right. at storytelling, and it's when you see another artist working, um, and their and you see their layouts for mm-hmm. a similar story that you see how much he does and how loose his stuff right. is, and when you get into this more confined um, panel borders and everything's very marketed. Well, there were way more panels per page last issue. And and it, I mean, maybe that's why they were able to spend so much time at the beginning. Maybe Jerry Conway was like, well, crap. Like, uh, normally Gene Colan gives me like four, you know, three or four panels. Now I got to (laughs) fill 12 panels per page. What am I supposed to do here? Yeah. I mean, like the last page alone has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. It's 12. Yeah. Uh, so on to issue eighty four. Now this is a this is a big one, Jamie. This is the one. This is where this at is, last the assassin. Yes, this is where everything comes together, and yeah. we find out what what you know why the assassin's been doing mm-hmm. what he what he's been doing. We uh, find out that there's somebody that might be puppet mastering him. Yeah, there, there's a lot of pieces here. Then everything gets gets wrapped up. Some well, some not so well. But I mean, we're talking what seven or eight issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a, I mean, that's a long time. I, yeah. mean, I, I can't remember reading any other, um, uh, any of these Daredevil books that we've read so far where it's been more than like three. No, yeah, the closest has been the Jester and his carryover or Mr. Fear or the, the guy who was the... Well, they who, went to the Savage Land and there was a couple issues there. And, yeah, but, but you had the guy who was the, the manager of the building that the law office was in. Oh, yeah, you're talking about the Masked Marauder. Yeah, the Mass Marauder. Yeah. Sorry, I always call him Mr. Fib. Mass Marauder, yeah. he had, I think, uh, five he, or six. Yeah, he did, but they weren't all in a row. No, they the, were broken the, up. Yeah. This and, is this is building, building. And once again, you know, I'm reading these in order. Yeah. And I'm excited, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is issue 84. Yeah. I was born in 1984. I was yeah. like, something's good. Something, <laughs> something good is going to happen here. And the cover's by Gil Kane, and it's a great one. It's another fantastic one where it's the, uh, the assassin zapping Daredevil in the back yeah. with some eye blasts. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, we're going to find out if the assassin does actually become Daredevil's arch nemesis. We will find out after this. Um, we go back to, uh, Jerry Conway, Gene Colan, uh, is the Inca who, um, I know there's a bunch of, um, Incas that worked with, with, uh, Gene Colan, but Mm -hmm. Sid Shaw's is one of my, one of my favorites personally. Um, he Mm -hmm. had some really good ones. He had some really good ones, but I really liked the, the, the way they worked together. Yeah. Um, and Artie Semek is the letterer. Um, we start with Daredevil up on a roof, of course. Contemplating. Contemplating. Thinking. He's thinking about an editorial in, in the Daily Bugle from mm-hmm. J. Jonah Jameson about vigilantes. And he's thinking about Foggy Nelson prosecuting Black Widow. And, um, you know, is it, is, 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 is it kind of like, is this, this new world's kind of crazy if that's what's going to happen? We're just trying to help out and you guys are going to prosecute us. Then I don't think this is mm-hmm. a, a good sign. Um, and then he hears a siren, or he hears a an alarm, doesn't he? Uh, is it the yeah police sirens? Police yeah. sirens. Uh-huh. And he goes down, and there's a jewelry store robbery going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the policeman kind of says, "Get your head down, you idiot! They're taking <laughs> shots." Yeah. And there's these guys in the jewelry store that are firing um, a lot of bullets out of the, the window. Apparently, one of them seems to have a rifle, but there's a handgun next to him. And um, in the midst of this, he thinks of. Natasha thinks about Black Widow. Yeah, of course. Whether or not he's going to see her again. Yeah, and so it, and so the, the comic actually cuts to cuts to Natasha, and she's in Switzerland, just mm-hmm. enjoying, uh, 
enjoying the snow, mm-hmm. the cold weather. Yeah. Obviously, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Ivan. Ivan is there just chilling. Just chilling. Uh, just watching. His mustache yeah. is probably frozen solid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so after they're skiing, um, they go back into the into the lobby of the hotel. Mm-hmm. And there happens to be a note for mm-hmm. Natasha. Yeah. And it's from a countryman named Emil, um, I guess, Borgsky. Borgsky. Yeah. Um, and this was that, that name was familiar. And I, for a bit, I thought it might have been the the Hulk villain, the Annihilator. The Hulk. No, the Annihilator. Is that a guy's name? The Hulk villain. Um, Annihilation. Annihilation. But then you're talking about the the guy who wears green with the bald. He's got like a lizard looking head. He, uh, but anyway, I, I, I thought, oh, is that him? And I looked it up, and apparently he's uh, he's a a scientist, and um, um, they're always very loose about what scientists what scientists study in. But he's a scientist that's been working with Morbius, mm-hmm. the the living vampire, mm-hmm. in uh, who's a Spider Man character, I believe, who yeah. turns up in a lot of books, and he's been working on a cure for Morbius. So that's it's interesting that that character's name is there. No, I, I it doesn't mention it anywhere in the book. Um, but it just drops that name and it says, right. you know, I'm here. I'd love to have dinner with you. Yeah, it's it's kind of odd. I mean, can you imagine, you know, just barely getting to uh, Switzerland and in a letter, somebody wants to ask mm-hmm. you to dinner and they know your name. And so she decides to go. Yeah. Um, I think um, Ivan actually, you know, encourages he her. He says, to do yeah, it. come yeah. on, you'd be a fool not to go. Yeah. And as they're walking off, we see a hand. Yeah. Holding a cigarette in Je- a cigarette holder. Yeah, just like uh, and, the assassin. Yeah, and it says that he's. It's a gesture that's well known that him flicking the ash onto yeah. the floor, and I was like, which oh. is great. <laughs> it's great. See, yeah. that, that's the thing, Jamie. We we've been reading so much about Mister Klein mm-hmm. that all we have to do is see a hand holding a cigarette, and we mm-hmm. know who it is. It's cool. Yeah, and he's wearing a mask that is. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a, hu- a human. It's like a human mask. Yeah, Emil Borsky's yeah. head. Because face. at this point, we don't know. You know, his head that that uh, that metallic full mask. We don't know. This might be his face underneath. This might be his face. Yeah, he might have, be Emil yeah, Borsky. Yeah, that could be him. Um, then we have a nice little shot of Black Widow getting dressed. Getting dressed with again. With her yeah. hair covering her nipples. And uh, and then she's at dinner. She's at dinner and she's talking. And uh, he says, Madam Romanoff. And uh, that snaps her out of her thinking about Matt. Mm-hmm. And then he mentions that he has been working on several things recently, including a, a cure. For blindness, right? For blindness, yeah. yes. How convenient. I love that that panel where, uh, I mean, the Black Widow's face looks, looks is is just stunning in that panel for a start. It's just mm-hmm. like gets across so much character mm-hmm. and, and what's going on. But the fact mm-hmm. that she's just saying very quietly to herself, blindness. <laughs> like it's all falling into place. And she's been thinking, It's this is interesting. She hasn't been thinking of Daredevil at all. She's been thinking of Matt. I know, which is so you odd. have to be, yeah, because Matt was the one that really stood by. As far as she's mm-hmm. concerned, Daredevil turned her in. Right, Daredevil turned her in. Daredevil didn't come to any of the the court cases. He wasn't there for her. It was Matt who stepped up. And mm-hmm. even though he said Daredevil told me to look after you, she wasn't that into Daredevil at that point because yeah. she blamed him for being arrested and thought yeah, that he yeah, betrayed yeah. her. Um, and then we cut to Daredevil. Smashing through a window, what she likes to do. Yeah. Um, and then he just beats up the gunmen that are in the jewelry store. Right. Um, 
very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Foggy pulls up. Foggy's got a, quite he, a killer car. Yes, in this, this he, he does. Of, and it, I, I don't know if you noticed or not, but the way that he was drawn in this, he's kind of starting to look a little bit more like a bumbling idiot. Yeah, they are starting to get that sun. Yeah, he's turned, you know, he's getting more into his normal, as we know, foggy mode mm-hmm. yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and they mention it. I think there's a couple of issues later on where they talk about it, where um, people start to describe him as being poorly mm-hmm. or stupid, yeah. or which is which is cruel. Yeah. But he's, you know, he's, so, and, and yeah, when he's going up for re-election, there's that whole stuff of them making him look like a clown. And right. Um, so, anyways, so uh, Dared or Matt goes back to his apartment. He gets mm-hmm. a phone call from Natasha, and Natasha's like, "Hey, I know this guy. He can cure you. Come to Switzerland." Matt's as giddy as a schoolboy. He like, jumps oh, in that. Yeah. yeah, he jumps <laughs> in that first uh, airplane he can get. Yeah, goes over to seventeen Natasha. hours later, which is yeah, and is quick. And as soon as he gets off the plane, and she shows up, they embrace. They start making out, mm-hmm. and then we go to the like several hours. Oh, they later. just hug. They just hug at this point. There's a lot well, of like near. Kisses, but uh, okay, you're right. A big hug, but then they go and meet. Emil. They hug. They meet Emil. Says, "Yeah, come on down to yeah. the place." And then once they get into Matt's hotel room, then that's they, when there's some more huggy, huggy, kissy, kissy, and, and then the love and, and, and everything. Yeah, but also when he meets Emil, he's radar sense. This is he picks up that there's oh yeah something erratic about his something strange. His heart cold. His heartbeat is yeah, different. Yeah, it, his yeah. hand is very strong. The glove. He's you know, a strange he's, man. He's a strange man. Uh, and then night comes and uh, he dons. Is this uh, sorry? So is this the first like? It's implied that they go all the way here. It is kind of yeah. This is the first time he's been with anybody yeah. since Karen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to point that out. I don't know why, but I just did. <laughs> okay, anyway, so um, uh, back to uh, yeah. As far as we know, this is this is at this stage the, only the second woman that he's been with. Yeah, yeah. And um, when we're done, you know, once we get into the six hundreds, there's going to be a lot of women. There's going to be a lot, and they with. even retroactively add a bunch of relationships. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah. So Matt, he goes looking for um, Emil. Emil. Yeah, and he, he, he knows he gets something's up. Dead, yeah, he, he knows goes. something's up. Um, he's able to find his secret lair. I don't remember mm-hmm. how he found it exactly, but um, he it's 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 kind of funny because it's he did some searching. He discovered that the the guy that Doctor Mister Klein had left. Mm-hmm. He discovered that a big piece of equipment had been moved. He discovered that it had been flown to Switzerland. He discovered there's a lot of stuff that he right. discovered in that's been going on in, in the meantime that mm-hmm. he reveals now, yeah. and uh, and he See, kind these, of puts it together and says, you know, this is the only place it could go in yeah. Switzerland. And it's um, crazy. I mean, I'm glad that you like these issues a little bit more after reading them the second time, yeah. Jamie, because I, I actually really liked how everything kind of just came together. Yeah. Um, so Matt finds a secret lair, goes in, and we, we, we find the assassin having a conversation with somebody with over his leader. Over his leader. So this is the first time that we find out, mm-hmm. hold on a second, there is another mastermind. It mm-hmm. is not the assassin. The assassin is listening to somebody, and it's this, this chap by the name of um, Ball. Bow, Bow, B-A-A-L. Which is, I believe, a biblical name. Uh-huh. Um, and Baal is a he's a sentient computer from the future Earth of Earth seventy one seven seven eight. Exactly. So we find out that mm-hmm. the assassin is from the future, and he's this android that was set um, sent back to um, 
whatever year it is, 1972, uh, 1972 mm-hmm. was sent back to 1972 to stop Daredevil because that, that Daredevil does something that causes a chain of events yeah. that lead to um, the end of humanity. The end of humanity and Val being the the last living mm-hmm. AI alive or whatever. The last um, living sentient thing, I think. Is I, kind ca- of play. I kind of thought this was a little bit of a cop-out a little bit. Yeah. J- just because I didn't think they needed to introduce another piece. I thought it could have been all the assassin and, yeah. and he, it could have been him going back. I didn't like the fact that he was somebody's puppet. Yeah. Um, but... And this is page twelve, so we've only got 11, we only have um, nine pages because yeah. they're now twenty one pages, not twenty. That's right. Yes. So we have nine pages left to wrap this whole thing up, and there's so many questions. Yeah. So it's done pretty rapidly. Mm-hmm. Um, Daredevil gets into a fight with yeah. Klein, and, and we, Klein reveals that you know his original plan was to cure uh, Daredevil his blindness, which would have removed Daredevil from the equation, which would right. stop this whole thing. And I also I did a little reading around because it, it mentions some other stuff. It mentions like. Um, um, it mentions two other books, Iron Man mm-hmm. and Submariner, I believe, um, as as this story taking place in it, which are also, I believe both of those are also written by uh, Conway. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't go and read those issues because it doesn't tell you to in this book. I wanted to stay contained. It's not, it's not direct crossovers, but right. I think the idea is that there's like, this timeline manipulation, which is which is underway, and part of it is taking care of these these heroes, yeah. um, and because Dedo was now discovered it, then um, the assassin basically says, "Well, this is messier, but it's the same end result. I'm just going to kill you." Mm-hmm. So he starts attacking and he starts firing uh, optic laser blasts. Yeah, which we didn't know that he had at this point. No. No, the first time. We also find out here that um, Scorpion and Hyde were actually um, I, droids. Or, or they, they were androids because he yeah. realized that the owl was so messy. Yeah, that he didn't deal with. He didn't want to use real people. He didn't so want to he, use real people. Yeah, he made so these he, androids, which explains everything. Yeah. Hyde and Scorpion are not dead. No, they're still around. Um, um, so he's he's fighting, and he's kind of it's kind of a cool fight because you know he's firing his optic blasts, and he's that, that powerful. Was, he's strong. He's, yeah, too. and then yeah. he's jumping after him and attacking him and hitting him and throwing him around and firing optic blasts. So Dedo was really getting getting hit from all sides by this character. He's he's uh, there's a great page on uh, 15, I think, a single panel, a single page image which shows. Something exploding behind Edward. He's thrown into some of the equipment. And mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, this fight's going on. And Daredevil doesn't look like he's going to do too well. He's basically just doing his thing, which is to avoid mm-hmm. being hit. Yeah, he's dodging the, the optic yeah. blasts. And he's getting a couple of hits in, but mm-hmm. they're not that great. You know, they're not really slowing him down. Right. But you start to see signs of, of the assassin malfunctioning. Mm-hmm. He's getting hit by a lot of things. He's falling back into machinery, and he gets it. And uh, Black Widow arrives, and she says, she sees what's going on. Yeah, she gets there at the tail end of the fight, and um, you know after um, Daredevil uses his Billy, Billy Club, Club boomerang mm-hmm. uh, ricochet. Yeah, um, this is where the biggest kind of cop out happens. It's a huge cop out. A huge cop out. They have literally w- one page and one panel. Yeah. To wrap it all up, so and they bring in they bring in some more androids, yeah. that are from the future, from even further, in even the future. for ju- future. And here's the thing, Jamie, they're like, um, you know like what, a weird father and son combo, yeah. Right? And they're like, we ha- we came back here to stop you and Bao from Bao's crazy plans. This is all dumb. Mm-hmm. And so he 
I don't know if he killed. Yeah, he blows him up. Or he blows him up. They they zap him. Yeah, and uh, then the whole thing explodes, and then they transport Daredevil and Black Widow out of Out's, the explosion outside, and then they go back to the future. Yeah, they go back, and they say before they go, they say, you know, you you guys are now together. Right. See you later. So, ladies and gentlemen, I just have to say. It, tur- it turns out that the assassin <laughs> will not be Daredevil's first arch nemesis. I'm greatly disappointed. Yeah. Um, I really liked how this issue was starting to happen. But like I said, the big cop out yeah. with having him being under control of an AI machine or an AI computer. Mm-hmm. And then the f- even, even people even further in the future coming in and just ending it all. Deus Ex Machina. It's just, it's just a big... I don't know. Yeah. And I'm also, disappointed. I'm disappointed. Daredevil comes up with some good names for him during the fight. I don't know if you were keeping track of this, but... No, let's hear so it. What he has Bright Eyes. Oh, Bright Eyes. That makes tin sense. Face. Tin Face. Very good. Sugar Lips. Sugar Lips. Mm-hmm. Silver Toes. Okay. <laughs> Handsome. Nice. And, and Skull Cap. And Skull Cap. This is just like his fight with Spider-Man back yeah. in, I think, yeah. the second or third podcast. S- yes. Yeah, where I was giving you all seven. the names. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I, I encourage everybody who doesn't know um, uh, the assassin, what he looks like, to go pick up issue, uh, any issue between any issue. 80, between like 78 and 85, or, or, or sorry, 84. 84. And just, just so you can see what he looks like, because I really like his design, actually. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that they kept him in a trench coat, mm-hmm. that he had this android type metallic head, wore gloves, blue pants, well, maybe black. I don't know. Blue and black is mm-hmm. iffy in comics, but like dark pants and boots and. I don't know. I just thought he looked really cool. So I encourage you guys to check him out because obviously yeah. he's not, he's a nobody. You'll he never, nobody. you'll probably never hear, he'll probably never show up again. I don't so. think he does appear ever yeah. again. Um, and uh, one quick thing is uh, in one of the panels on the last page, um, Daredevil says, just so you know, um, I'm, I'm Matt Murdock too. Yeah. He comes out to, yeah. Uh, just, just to give you a heads up. Mm-hmm. Sorry. That was we, me. We, yeah. <laughs> Um, next issue, 85. So, okay, so we're done with the assassin. Assassin's He's gone. done. Yeah. He took over almost two podcasts. He got my hopes up, but now we're moving on. Last Crushed issue, him. last issue that we're going to cover brings back one of my and Jamie's favorite yeah. villains, mm-hmm. the gladiator, the gladiator. And, uh, I was super excited when I saw him on the cover and I'm like, yeah. yes, I'm like yeah. time to get some more gladiator action. Exactly. It's been and, a while since we saw. And him. what's cool is, is that this whole issue takes place on the air plane ride back from switzerland Mm -hmm. to the u.s yeah so it's cool that it's still tied into the previous issues they're not already back in new york and it's kind of a neat it's a neat setting for a comic too because you're really restricted on what you can do Mm -hmm. on an airplane because there's not very much space yeah um the gladiator they are flying well they're first class first class in the lounge lounge area (laughs) um there's a few other people in there daredevil meets this annoying guy who comes up and uh, tries to talk to him he's Uh, like what are you doing i don't want to talk to you nate Tagger, I believe. Yeah, Tagger. Nathaniel Tagger. Uh, That's one of my questions for you. Um, Sorry. No, it's okay. It's fine. (laughs) That's why I was trying to speed past you that part really quick. I should have read Um, that. So, so anyways, so they're on the airplane, and it turns out that one of the passengers, Daredevil, kind of recognizes him, sort of his heartbeat or something, but he doesn't know the face. And it happens to be the gladiator out of costume, bald head, little mustache, Mm -hmm. reading a newspaper. Just. Yeah, hanging Just out, looking, scouring. scouring, looking at his watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of his goons comes in. One of the kids that he's got as his thugs. He's, basically yeah. what happened is that Matt's 
Matt's bored. He's he's talking to this guy that comes up to him. And this is while he's got his arm around Black Widow. Yeah. And, I don't know how and he Ivan's be, staring at him. Yeah, I don't know Ivan's how you could like, be bored when you have your arm around Natasha Romanoff. I, I, there's I a lot know. going on in this yeah. in this pa- in these few panels. He's he's kind of looking around and he's going like, "Oh, this is dull. I don't want to talk to this guy. I'll start listening to the other people. There's a couple of old women. There's three or four fuggish looking guys. That's yeah. weird." And then he picks up on on Melvin um, and thinks I know that guy from somewhere I can't think yeah, where I by the way he's seen not, he's him. not called Melvin he's yet. not called Melvin yeah, yet no yeah this is his is like sixth or seventh appearance and we still yeah. don't know his name he's only referred to as a gladiator yeah um so the gladiator and his men they leave yeah they leave the lounge area except for one of them the thug mm-hmm. the guy with the gun mm-hmm. and guess who saves the day see okay here's something that happens black widow they they realize something's going on. Black Widow changes out of her clothes into the Black Widow outfit in the lounge area in front of everybody. Yeah. Everyone and, knows who she is. Yeah. Matt has to go hide to go change. Yeah. So while Matt is hiding and changing, this is the first time we see how cool Ivan is. Yeah, Ivan. Or how much of a study is. Really takes Ivan care of just, business. Yeah, beats the crap out of him. And the Black Widow does nothing. Yeah. She's in her outfit, but she lets Ivan take care of business. This guy's got a gun, and he basically just lifts him up and smashes his head yeah. on the, the ceiling. And... Um, Matt's changing slower than usual. Yeah. He finally shows up, <laughs> he shows up once well. again, throws his ricocheting boomerang. Yeah. After, uh, after the guy grabs his gun again and yeah, he, knock, it he and knocks it out of his hand. He grabs an old woman who starts hiccuping. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, then, uh, and, and then who comes around the corner? This is, a, he, 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 they get into a fight with a bunch of kids and, um, and he's like, hang on a second. Now I know who that guy is. Yeah. I Behind me, that whirring sound. Yeah. It's like no. Now I understand. I couldn't place that, but I couldn't place you before. You were out of costume. You're the gladiator. The gladiator. And uh, the gladiator says, "You always were pretty good with faces, pretty boy." Yeah. Mm. Mm. So now, now, Matt. This is just so funny that the gladiator doesn't put two and two together to figure out that Matt is Daredevil here. They're on an airplane. There's a bu- the bunch of people, and they kind of. They sell it as like, oh, there's so much going on that, that they don't. People have lost people, track of who's yeah. there, except for Taggart, who manages to yeah, he sneaks allude away. to to the fact that he yeah. he knows who he is at some stage. Um, but then, while this has happened, yeah, we cut back to New we York. Cut back to New York. We got the two, rain. two things going on here. Mm-hmm. The, the first one is is um, good old Phil, Phil and Karen, and Karen, mm-hmm. and their lovey, lovey, kissy, yeah. kissy. I love the cab drivers. I know, I do too. He's yeah. got this happy expression on his face <laughs> like, ah, two, so two, young, two young lovebirds in love. He has a beautiful <laughs> smile on his face as they, as they kiss. Then yeah. we cut to um, Foggy, who's yeah. washed he, he's, up. He, no, he's, he's given up. Yeah. At, at this point, he says, you know what? I am done. I need to quit. I can't be the DA anymore with everything that I did. Um, he just feels so terrible in his yeah. life. So that's all. This was just th- these two scenes, the, the, the Karen scene and the foggy scene, mm-hmm. was just to let the readers know, hey, we haven't forgot about those yeah. characters, but they have nothing to do with anything. Yeah, it's a little over a page. It, right. And then so now, so now we jump back into the action. Yeah. We're back on the airplane. Mm-hmm. And, and then we get a big fight between Daredevil and... 
and Gladiator. Yeah, we, Daredevil and Gladiator are up in coach fighting. Yes. And Black Widow is down in the lounge still. Mm-hmm. And um, Ivan basically says, I can't let you go up there. You've got to wait down yeah, here. Yeah, he, he'll be okay by himself. Yeah, yeah, Daredevil will just let him be. And yeah. then we cut to Daredevil going, holy Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> the Gladiator has gone wild. And the Gladiator isn't talking. Uh, he's just basically I, attacking. I, I got to say so. I, I, got this, I thought this part was extra cool. Yeah. So... He had a, con- a, con- a contingency plan. Mm-hmm. He did, yeah. If this didn't... Oh, we haven't mentioned this. The Gladiator's whole plan, which we discovered by this point, was to steal the aircraft, take it to Mexico, mm-hmm. and sell it for a whole bunch of cash. Yeah. That's what he wanted to do. Yeah. He wanted his to get con- into the, the yeah, big time. His little B plan, in case that didn't work, was he he taped a bomb to the chest of one of the, the, yeah. the kid goons and was like, hey, look, either we go to Mexico... I'm going to blow this thing into the ocean. He says it's on all of them. He's, he's got bombs oh, on all of them. Okay. Well, we yeah. only see, uh, he reveals the chest of one of them. Yeah. And we see it on one, but they all have mm-hmm. bombs. So Daredevil now knows, okay, this is a big serious thing. This is not just me fighting one of my foes yeah. on an airplane. I really got to think about what I need to do here. So ultimately, he lets Gladiator win that fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's tied up. Meanwhile, he's tied up with Black Widow and yeah, Ivan and everyone they're, else. They're all tied up. Uh, Black Widow actually gets slapped across the face by one of um, Gladiator's yeah. goons, which was a pretty vicious little moment. Yeah. Um, and then... So Gladiator goes off to the cockpit to go talk to the... With all the goons. With all the goons. They all leave, leaving them unattended. And that's where our buddy Taggart, who you mentioned earlier, who was the the little bumbling guy at the beginning that Matt didn't want to have anything to do with, he's like, you know, they didn't catch him. So he comes, he unlocks, or he uh, releases Matt, gets Matt out of uh, his, you know, the bondage around his hands. Yeah. And says, Matt says, don't untie Black Widow at this point. Yeah. He says, keep her tied up. Uh, this is just this is exactly what is going on in Fantastic Four comics at this point with Reed Richards and Sue Storm. Yeah, he does not want Sue to do anything, even though she's a superhero. It's mm-hmm. all about I don't want you to get hurt. Yeah, you go off to your mom's. <laughs> you go yeah. off to your sister. You, Here's I, ten dollars. Go watch a movie. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't want you town. to be here. Uh, so, <laughs> although so, he does, he does sell it a little better. He sells it as him scoring points with Ivan. Right. It's like a thing where he's trying to let Ivan know, you know, I, so I, I want I, I'm going to I'm gonna call this care. moment Matt pulling a Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, Matt so he, pulls a Reed Richards. Yeah, he pulls a Reed Richards and goes to the cockpit, and, and he fools the gladiator into opening the door by pretending to be, uh, I guess, just one of his... One of the goons. He says it's Buck. It's Buck. Yeah. Um, and then this is where they have their final showdown in the cockpit, and uh, long story short... He beats Gladiator, avoids getting his head chopped off by mm-hmm. his spinning discs, and they're able to safely land the plane using uh, his radar. His radar, yeah. Because yeah. in the fight, they cut the uh, the radar, the plane's radar. You know, I changed my mind. He shouldn't have been an engineer. He should have been a pilot. He There's should. been so many times where Matt has like just shifted his body yeah. weight to help a glider go. Yeah. You know, he, although he does come down pretty hard, he crash yeah. he crash lands yeah. and. Um, and whilst he's landing, Taggart basically yeah. just says, "Don't worry, I won't tell anyone." I know that's a good that's a good thing because Taggart yeah. knows that man is Daredevil. Yeah. Okay, so this is the last page of the, of the last is issue. Harsh. I know that we're going to go over, and I don't think anyone at home knows what this what's going to happen. This is crazy. Um, so I'll start it off, and then you can finish it, Jamie. Yeah. So um, they land, mm-hmm. and I guess now they hit a connector flight a flight to get back to L.A. Yeah. At this point. Um, Matt's her his arms around Natasha. Mm-hmm. They're all happy and in love. So and then happy. guess who happens to be at that airport at that exact same time? 
just about to take a flight to Los Angeles is Phil and Karen. And, Karen. and there's a beautiful panel of 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 Karen seeing Matt, and her eyes are so big and wide. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, it's Matt!" And she waves, "Matt, Matt, Matt, Matt!" And then what happens? They run up and they kiss. Yeah, just it's and <laughs> the and you've got shot of Phil over one shoulder. Phil walking just looks away. so sad. In yeah, this picture. He's basically holding Karen's bag yeah. and is just like, oh. And, okay. and Natasha's like, she's crying. She's crying. And Phil or and uh, Ivan is comforting her. Yeah, saying, "Come on, kid, I'll drive you home." Yeah, it's just so funny just to think about how this is this is comic books back in the '60s and '70s, where on a flip of a dime. They can just change how people yeah. are feeling. And I don't know if they feel like the audience is too stupid to realize that this is absurd. I mean, or I don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't know if this would have happened, but it's very, you know, although it's very sitcom-y. It's very yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and it's quite sad. You know, it's like we built up this character, we built up this relationship, we built up this idea. If I didn't feel bad for Phil before, I know I mentioned this earlier, I really feel I bad feel for really Phil I feel really bad now. for him yeah, in that, that one image. Natasha, I know she'll be okay. She's kind of a player anyways. Mm-hmm. But... I don't yeah. know. Just a crazy moment. And Matt just holds her <laughs> and kisses her. And we'll get into this next issue, but this next issue, they're in, Matt and Karen are engaged. I mean, it's it's crazy. It it's like crazy. It, it, it all happens in, in a bring up a moment. But overall, you know, this was a fun set of comics. Mm-hmm. I, I like this group. I'm glad that that we finally got an answer if the assassin would become Mr. Klein, if he would become yeah. the arch nemesis or mm-hmm. not of Daredevil. Ultimately, no. So fingers are crossed. Next podcast. Next, next guy that comes along has got to be yeah, the one. It's got to be the we new got a few. We've yeah. got a few coming up. That he needs be. his Magneto. Yeah. He needs his Magneto. He needs his Dr. Doom, Jamie. He does. He does. Yeah. Uh, he needs his Joker. I can keep going on. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I liked it. I liked I liked seeing the scorpion. Um, probably my favorite appearance of Hyde, even though that we've read so far, even though Hyde was a robot or an android. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing Gladiator again was cool. Always fun. Love the Gladiator. Every mm-hmm. time I see that costume, I absolutely love it. The bright yellow and the blue. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like it a ton. But uh, no, it, was a, it was a good set. It was. It was fantastic. Yeah. Now. Um, oh, question time. Question time. Yeah. Um, we have a question from a listener and we have questions for each other. Do you oh. want to do... Uh, let's do the listener one first. Listener let's, one first. Okay. I'm going to bring that up on my trusty laptop, which is right here. And our question is from um, at Big Five Army. Um, Long time listener, frequent questioner. Nice. We love it. Yeah. Keep big coming. fan. Big, big fan. Um, on Twitter, and he asks, has any artist had a better inker for his Daredevil run than Lee Weeks? Lee Weeks, uh, I believe, had Al Williamson um, much later on. This is in the 300s mm-hmm. or maybe late 200s. Um, and yes, he was lucky to have Al Williamson, but I would say um, that Gene Colan had, had a, a fantastic run of inkers on his work, but most importantly... Uh, Tom Palmer, I think, is generally recognized as the best inker that worked with uh, Gene Colan. Yeah. Um, you like Sid a lot. Too. Even though I love Sid, Sid Shores. Shores yeah. yeah. I love his work. I love how they work together. Tom Palmer is fantastic with, yeah. with uh, Gene. You know, and, you know, also, I, sorry, I just to continue. No, go ahead. Um, uh, Klaus Janssen, who worked yeah. with Frank Miller, uh-huh. who 
is just and he's uh, a great artist on or he's a, good a great penciler artist. on his own yeah and he's, own he way, basically yeah. starts to take over a lot of the uh, 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 as he gets later on i think frank's doing a lot of the layouts and and klaus is, is picking up a lot of the, yeah. the actual line work so klaus did he did the end of days series too yeah. which mm-hmm. just came out like five or six years ago i yeah. think and i really like that one a lot it's kind of an elseworlds type yeah uh thing but uh yeah, it took me a while to get into to Klaus Janssen, but yeah. the more I've read uh, the, the earlier stuff and seen Gene mm-hmm. Colan's work mm-hmm. and Tom Palmer and Gene Colan mm-hmm. together, the more I've realized how uh, strong he was, how, how strong Klaus Janssen was yeah. as an artist, and I've really started to like and a- appreciate him. And a good inker goes a long way. Yeah. They really do. Yeah, yeah. they definitely do. They, they definitely embellish. All right. Um, thanks for the question. Thank you. Yes, thank um, you at Big Five I. I'm going to ask you a question, Jamie, because you, I, I had the Taggart question when you already I answered. Know. So I got two other little ones here that um, I think you may have actually answered this one too. But um, So I mentioned that Ball, uh-huh. um, he had a code name for for Klein, for the assassin. Oh, yes, yes. And I think you mentioned it, didn't you? Uh, MK9. Yeah, MK9. Okay, yeah. you got that one, right? So this is my <laughs> question, uh, which happens in the exact same issue. Uh-huh. Um, so those two, those robots that travel back mm. in time to stop <laughs> Klein from killing Daredevil, how many years in the future oh, did they come? This is good. Cause my question was going to be, what were they called? Um, crap. Don't ask me that. Cause okay. I can't remember. What were, they, what were they called? <laughs> um, I believe it was 30,000 years or 30 centuries. Ding, ding, ding. It was 30 centuries. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it, it was, was 30 something. Th- yeah. 30 centuries. Half a point. I kind of. Yeah. No. Okay. Dude, you got it, man. I can't, right. what, what were their names? <laughs> I can't remember their names. Uh, they, they tell, they announced that they are called the, um, bu- 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 like the sons of, where did I make that note? I put it somewhere in this. Um, da, 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 da. Bear with me. Oh, here it is. Um, the final sons of man. They oh, called the themselves. final sons of man. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so my question for you is... Um, I was going to ask you about the Night Watchman's name, but I told you that as well. Um, okay, um, what is the show that Karen's appearing on when she, she collapses? Do you remember whose show she's going to appear on when she uh, faints in issue 81? Faints in issue eighty one. Yeah. This real life person makes a short, brief appearance in the in the episode. I think one or two panels. Is it a news show? Mm, it's a like a talk variety sh- show, a variety or a talk show? show. Yeah, I mean oh, it's a man. little harsh because it's seventies and neither of us were. I can't remember. It's what, what Dick it? Cavett. Oh, Dick Cavett. Yeah. yeah. Good old Dick Cavett. The good old Dick Cavett. Dang it, that was my second guess, Jamie. What are you doing? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I should have given you some more time. The other one I was going to ask you was the names of the thugs with the gladiator. Yeah, the... Uh, Buck, Wally, Benny, and Cheech. Yeah. Now, Cheech. the reason that is weird to me was because it, it says in the story that these, some, these are some English thugs that he picked up. Yeah. And those aren't English-sounding <laughs> names in the least. Um, all right. Uh, this was fun. This, this was, was great. Fun. Yes. I, yeah. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much for listening. Yeah. Um, definitely. Thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah. yeah thank so you guys so much. We've kind of, we, because we normally stumble through the, the, uh, the end credits, yeah. um, we've, we've kind of scripted them a little better. Was I going to read the first bit? 
Well, you handed me the piece of paper, Jamie, so I guess I'm going to read the, the Oh, you the, can read it. The, the first bit. Okay, you can read the first paragraph. Uh, no, I'll, I'll do it. I'll take it. Um, so Joshua and Jamie do Daredevil's a weekly podcast recorded, edited, and hosted by myself, Joshua Geegan, and my partner over here, Jamie Gamble. Hello. Episode artwork is provided by David Wynn. Yep, you can find us on iTunes, where you can leave a rating if you feel inclined. Uh, we're also available to listen to on our website, which can be found at jandjdoodd.com. If you have any questions or comments about the show, you can email us at jandjdoodd at gmail.com or tweet us at, at podcast. We're also on Facebook, where you can find us just by searching Joshua and Jamie Do Daredevil. We'll be the only ones that pop up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thanks for listening. Tune in next week when we will be covering issues 86 to 88. As well as the Incredible Hulk Hulk. issue 152 and 153. I'm excited, Where a doomed man goes on trial. Yeah, I'm excited. It's very exciting. These are going to be fun. You guys are going to want to listen next next week. We're still doing weekly right now. We are doing weekly, yes. So you only got seven days to wait. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you. I'm Joshua. I'm Jamie. And we We just just did did Daredevil. Daredevil.